Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Saturday, August 26th, 2017. This is episode 66, Being Different. In episode 65, I spoke about music as a career. And one of the primary things that I focused on was essentially being different. Finding ways to stand out, finding ways to rise to the cream of the crop and just simply be the best that you can be at whatever it is that you do in any field. And in this particular case, the field of music. Now, when we discuss being different, I'm speaking certainly about what you're going to be able to bring musically. But we do have to be careful about being different when it comes to other things. There are a lot of people in here who like to make statements. There are a lot of people around the world who might be socially awkward, outcasts, have a difficult time fitting in, or just simply want to make a statement. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The issue which you have to understand is whenever you do that, you're going to bring attention to yourself. Now that's probably what your intent is anyway. It could be that you're not getting enough attention for whatever reason, and that's your way of doing it. And you're completely and totally entitled to that. The issue that we have as a society is being judged. And if you make the decision to do that, you're going to be judged. Because even if you want to call it, quote, perfect or, quote, normal people or, quote, conservative people, they are by no means, well, they're not perfect, and many of them have things that people will not like about them. To that end, there are very, very few people in the world that don't have at least one person, if not many, who just don't like them. I have so many people over my career that who have been eternally grateful for what I've brought to their lives, the insight, the caring, the professionalism, the passion, the experience. But then there are others that they just don't care for what I do or how I do it. 
people might be jealous. People may not like my style and how I do things because I do have some approaches which you might consider to be unorthodox. I know that most of them work because I've been doing them for a long time. But you have to understand that being different often comes with a price. And you have to weigh what's important to you. If you decide, for instance, that you are going to have pink hair, you're going to be noticed. I don't have any problems with that. I think that's great. If you decide that you want to be different in that regard and you want to have pink hair, go for it. But if you decide that you're going to have pink hair, you need to understand that some people are going to think that you're weird or crazy or something's wrong with you. You have to understand that comes with the territory. I worked with a teacher not long ago who dyed her hair all different types of colors. I don't know why. I'm not sure what the purpose was, but I can tell you that I would hear comments from students, from the community, asking me, and I just simply said, I, I don't know. It's not my business. I don't judge people. I don't judge people by their hair color because I frankly don't. I don't really care, but there are a lot of people who do. And there are too many people in this world who are in other people's business. And you have to keep that in mind. So, if you're going to wear an outfit that's going to draw attention to you, if you're going to have piercings in a questionable place, that's unorthodox, if you're going to dye your hair, if you're going to alter your appearance, if you're going to have tattoos, me personally, I actually love it. I always go up to people, when I see that type of stuff, I actually applaud them on their, their appearance, and more specifically, I like to call it their artwork. Because I think that making that type of statement and the creativity involved with it, I personally think it's really cool. But there are a lot of people who don't. When you're going to apply for a job, by and large, someone in the food chain is going to be somewhat on the conservative side. It's extremely rare that you're going to find bosses 
multiple people along the way who are all going to say, yeah, I like your look. I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me. You're welcome here. And truly mean that. I'll give you an example of something that happened to me very, very early in my career. It was about 20 years ago, and I'm not going to say the school district, but I interviewed for a job, and I didn't have a good interview in the first round. I'll actually dare say I had a terrible interview in the first round. It was bad. And I'm not going to get into the whole story, but the bottom line was I came in sixth out of six candidates, and they were taking six candidates into the second round. And the second round was a demo lesson. Now, I went into the demo lesson with a group of fifth graders which I, with a lesson plan which I had done with fifth graders before. It was a tried and true lesson plan that simply works. I've since modified it, but the plan that I did just it's just a, it's just a winner. <clears throat> and the class was so engaged, they the, the students that they had given each of the candidates were some of the worst behaved students in the school to see what the, their class management was like. And I had by far the best control of the class. I know this because I was told. So I quickly went from the sixth candidate to their number one choice. The next round was with the assistant superintendent. And this was going to be the final round because this person was going to ultimately make the decision whether to extend an offer to me. And I spoke with her about all different things, about my transcripts, about my references, limited work experience I had to that point. And then we spoke about the interview process. And she got into the lesson. I was talking about the lesson. And I just sensed as I was listening to her that there was going to be a big but involved. There was going to be, we're going to be going along, and all of a sudden she's going to say, but, and that's exactly what happened. And she went through and said, oh, the kids were so into your lesson, and they loved you, and they thought you were great. Now, if the students think that I'm a wonderful teacher, and I'm connecting with them, and I didn't have anybody acting out of line, and everybody was totally into what I was doing, if that's the case... I can guarantee you that students who feel that way are hardly concerned with anything else about me. None of them are thinking about where did this guy come from. None of them are thinking about, boy, this guy looks weird. None of the, them are thinking about any of those types of things. Maybe one. But it's really unlikely. Students in general are just are going to be much more into, wow, that was a really cool teacher. That was a really cool lesson. They're not going to be focusing on the other stuff. Now, in that classroom, there were six administrators in the back of the room. She was not one of them. 
she said to me, lesson was great, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden she says, except there was one problem. So I'm thinking, and I, she said to me, she said, do you perform a lot? And I thought that was a really strange question. What the heck are you asking me if I perform a lot? Just something was really, really odd about that. And I said to her, I said, yeah, actually, I do perform a lot. I said, why do you ask? And she said, well, we were distracted, or I should say, she said, we... And then she said, well, uh, the students were distracted by your facial hair. And she says, is, is your facial hair part of why you perform? And I just thought this was really strange. I said to myself, what the heck does facial hair have to do with performing. It's nothing to do with performing at all. And I'm just, I'm, I was just bewildered. I didn't even know what to say or what to think. And she proceeded to say, and I couldn't believe that she said this. She said, well, I have to be really honest with you. She said, if my boys who are your age came home and had the facial hair that you did, I'd tell them to shave it off right away. This assistant superintendent actually said this. She then had the gall to follow it up and say, and just so you know, this is not discrimination because I've already spoken to our board attorney about this. I was Floored. And you have to understand, I didn't have a job at this time. I had, uh, the previous year, I had a very, very difficult time finding a job. The, the market wasn't great, and I was a terrible interviewer. But the market was a lot better this year. I was getting a lot of calls. I was getting a lot of interviews. And they were not the only district that had contacted me. And I had a, a district where I wound up working that was also in the mix where I really did want to work. Although this particular district, which was in New York State, paid about $10,000 more than where I wound up. And <laughs> let's be honest, when you're dealing with a $39,000 a year salary as opposed to 29, that's gigantic. That's huge. So I had to think quickly and I just looked at her and I said are you done I said it exactly like that and she just looked at me I said because if you're done I'm done I don't want your job I don't want to have anything to do with you it was very nice meeting you and I just walked out now I was taking a little bit of a risk because I was probably going to potentially get an offer. Now, if you look back on things, the type of facial hair that I had was, it was a goatee. 
And the way that I had designed my goatee was, well, it, it was just a little different. I liked it. I think other people thought that it looked kind of cool, and then there are other people who thought it looked disgusting. In this particular case, this was the only person along the way, because I don't believe that any, any student, to this day, I don't believe any student said that my facial hair is distracting. I think that there was probably someone in that committee who said to this assistant superintendent, you know, it's got this weird looking facial hair, or maybe nobody said anything to her and she looked at me and this was the asinine impression that she derived. But what happens if I don't even have that facial hair at all? Then what? probably offered the job and I'm probably going to take it because I did like the district a lot until I met her. I do believe that all things happen for a reason, but when it comes to your appearance and when it comes to being different, and I've just spoken about appearances, I haven't even talked about what your views might be on things because that's a whole other topic that I could be here discussing for a solid hour. You really have to think about where you're looking to work, what you're looking to do, who are the people you're going to interact with. You may have to do a makeover. You may have to change something. I've had jobs where they were completely and totally fine with beards, almost to the point of it being embraced. I had a beard for a very, very long time. And then I had somebody who was a very close friend of mine who suggested, you know what? You're looking to make a career change. You're looking to move on and do something different. The beard makes you look a little bit older. I think if you shaved it off, I think you'd look a lot younger. You'd probably knock off about 10 years of your life. She was right. As a matter of fact, I was so open-minded within 10 minutes after she suggested it, the beard was off. And I was completely clear, clean shaven. And I can tell you right away that since that time, all the people in my new environment say, wow, you look like you're in your mid-30s. Or some people have even said late 20s. What a great feeling. You know, truly, what a what a what a what a wonderful feeling. So being different. There's nothing wrong with it. I personally think it's great. I, To this day, like I said, I will never ever judge a human being by their looks. I think it's the worst thing that you could, you could do. People should never be judged by their appearance. Everybody comes from different backgrounds and different reasons for what they do and why they do it. But you have to understand that there are many people out there, like I said, who simply, well, it just doesn't jive. It just doesn't work. And you need to keep that in mind when you're pursuing a job and not just think, oh, well, the, you know, I'm going to file a lawsuit, discrimination. Well, I mean, it's going to cost you so much money to do that anyway. Money that you're probably not even going to have. And if you do, God bless you. But 
I do feel that there are too many people in this world that get so angry because, well, you know, you shouldn't judge me. Well, that's fair, but unfortunately, life doesn't work that way. And a lot of people don't really care what you think. So, be different. Think about making a change. Think about making a change that might be radical, but maybe extremely effective to your long-term future. Because I think ultimately in the end, what everybody in this world is looking for is happiness. Financial security is a wonderful thing, but you can't put a price on happiness. I think a lot of people want to be different because it makes them happy in terms of the op the, the opportunity to be able to have free ways to express themselves. But just make sure that it's not being detrimental to your long-term future. I wish you all the best and keep rocking whatever look you have.